Hi everyone, it's Dr. Romani and welcome back to this YouTube channel that takes on narcissism. It's my hope that this channel will not only help you understand narcissism, but a lot of the patterns and themes that are associated with it so you can get information that'll help you navigate the really difficult territory of these relationships or at a minimum, just understand it further. So we've been doing a series of videos on healthy versus unhealthy relationships because a lot of people say, I've been in an unhealthy relationship so long, I think I've lost all sense of what a healthy relationship should look like. So the goal of this series is to really sort of show you what happens, you already know, kind of, but talk about what happens, the themes of narcissistic relationships, and then contrast it to what happens in a healthy relationship. Well, let's talk about something that happens in just about every narcissistic relationship there is. They will use your vulnerabilities against you. Mm. Now, something that often gets forgotten about in the love bombing phase is that it's during the love bombing phase that something that is actually quite dangerous happens in narcissistic relationships. It's a process that I term the unveiling of the vulnerabilities. Mm. In fact, as part of love bombing, some narcissistic people will actually go fishing for these vulnerabilities. They'll stare into your eyes and ask you, what's your greatest fear? Or what are you most worried about? Or what don't you like about yourself? You'll think, ooh, this is the beautiful sharing of love. This is what a relationship should be, talking about stuff deep. And I'm in something now with someone who wants to go deep and have these deep conversations. The narcissist may even play with you a little and share some of their vulnerabilities, though I'm not so sure they're giving you a true look at theirs. But the vulnerabilities may be shared, and a good love bomber may even promise to forever protect you and keep you safe in some such fiction. If you do try to pull the narcissist's vulnerabilities out, they may pull a clever gambit saying something like, oh, come on, I'm happy to talk about it, but you know, you never get to talk. You're always the kind of person who makes time for other people. Now it's your turn to share about yourself. They're just like the wolf in Little Red Riding Hood, all the better to use them against you in the future, my dear. But they don't say it. They just let you talk. And then the day comes, and it will come. Maybe it'll start in the devalue part of the relationship. It will definitely happen in the discard. And it sure as hell will happen if you don't fall for the hoover. Ladies and gentlemen, the voice of reason has returned, and y'all know what's going on in the streets. Oh, it's everywhere. It's ubiquitous. Every channel, every podcast, every YouTube channel, every radio station, everybody in the world is saying, what in the world is going on with Will Smith and Jada Pinkett? Can we, should we just call her Jada Pinkett? now because they ain't been together since 2016 anyway tonight's topic we've got a heater on deck behind closed doors an intriguing look into why some couples seek to spill the tea seek to reveal the mess once the relationship sours now i remember big mama 
Big Mama would tell, you know, her granddaughters and all my aunties and mamas and them grandchildren, hey, keep your business to yourself. Do not tell nobody what's going on. Do not invite people into your relationship. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. Lord, Lord, Lord. We got special guests in the building. I needed to bring some help. Some of my friends who have a very, very, very popular podcast. Officially Confessions. Am I correct? Yes, sir. Yes, it's actually Confessions, but if you want to try to find us on IG, it is um, Officially Confessions. But officially the confessions, but the name of it is Confessions. Yes, sir. Yes. Yep. Man, my brother Doc Clark and Big Pee Wee, legendary radio voice in L.A. They'd have, they, they've come together to hit us upside the dome piece on our way home from Jones Beach. We got some stuff <laughs> <laughs> to talk about tonight. Uh, now, as is common fare for the voice of reason, I must ask questions. Why do you think revealing secrets becomes a prevalent impulse in a deteriorating relationship? 1-800-920-1580. Get to your phone lines. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. I want to talk to you. What role does trust play in the decision to reveal secrets during troubled times? <laughs> Those two questions alone. I've got more. Can revealing secrets be seen as an attempt to regain power in a relationship? Why or why not? Can revealing secrets or or here's a better one. How does the fear of being vulnerable influence the urge to expose your significant other's secrets? <clears throat> 1-800-920-15. Listen, if you got something to say tonight about the Will and Jada situation, because remember a couple of years ago, just a, just a few short years ago, they were relationship goals. Correct. Everybody was like, hey. Everybody wanted to be Will and Jada. Will and Jada. <laughs> Everybody wanted to be Will and Jada until they didn't. <laughs> In what ways can understanding one another's deepest fears prevent the need for secret revelations because i understand your fears and i quote unquote air quotes and i quote unquote love you i'm going to protect you how do partners actually protect their significant other from public embarrassment why would you ever be the culprit of such an act 1-800-920-1580 all right let me my brothers are here Doc, hmm. Pee Wee, hmm. man, that's a lot there, Zoe. That is a lot to unpack <laughs> oh right there. Golly. But, but I mean, we got two hours to do it, so let's talk. I to mean, me. I'm all with it. So the, you want to go question by question? No, or we just have. I'm just this? framing it up. We can talk about if you in a relationship. So hold on, let me tell you something real quick, Zoe. Mm -hmm. This is one of the things that I love the most. Is because this is what we do on the show. It's like barbershop talk. Yes. This is what officially confessions is. It's about barbershop talk. We talk about situations just like this. Mm -hmm. So when you ask the question of being in a relationship. Yes. Okay. Being in this relationship, how do you protect yourself from mm -hmm. your significant other getting out in these streets talking your business? Ooh. How do you do that? 
Should you should you be worried about that? You, I don't think you should. If you're going into a relationship with the idea that I'm not going to divulge certain things about yourself because you're trying to protect yourself, right? How far can that relationship it go? It can't go nowhere. It can't go nowhere because you got to be you, vulnerable. Exactly. Got to open up. But the problem with being vulnerable is that now the powers can kind of shift a little bit. Do I really have to open up? How much do I have to open up to you? <laughs> How much do you want the relationship to work? No, that? I can make the regular relationship work, but I but don't have to open up all the way. You to a certain, being, no, being close? You do not need to know all my darkest secrets. Ooh. I agree and disagree. And disagree. <laughs> you know what I'm I agree and disagree. If this is someone that you deem that you want to be with and this is your future. Your person. They should know almost everything Whoa. about I said almost I yes. said almost no hey peewee there's going to be some things that you keep close to the vest why? of why? course wait hold on why is peewee fighting well that's why he's single but <laughs> I sh- <laughs> see he, he this wanna, is what we talking about right wanna, here right he don't want to open up <laughs> this is what we talking about right here people telling your business well, you shouldn't be telling people's business. But I think it's, I, I, I was just saying that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but you, that's you, public. You proved his point. That's public. <laughs> <laughs> he said it's public. Is it on his resume? Yeah, yeah that, no, that's public. No, he's not. He's not shy to say the type of relationship that you want to be in. First, first and, off, first and foremost, correct. Hold on. First and foremost, confessions, family. Know the business. The KBLA don't. family don't. do not know the business. And you just throwing the business throwing out, out there you're, to you're, the KBLA family. No, but what I'm saying is you're single, <laughs> so that's actually helping you. That's letting folks know that you are let, on the market. Let them know again. Tell you them. you are single, but here's the thing. He wants to his name is Pee Wee, but it's also Polly P. Now why is that? This is the not type the type of relationship that, that he wants to be in is what? He this is, is really a, pouring the tea out right? right now. Like it's, This is not even the topic of the conversation. It's not. I shifted, but I'm trying to help you, brother. Like, I know you're out in these streets, so I'm trying to help you. <laughs> See? Well, I tell you, man. You got to watch your people. And this goes back to don't tell your, don't people tell your business. <laughs> don't tell your business to nobody because so, this is the type of situation you run into. So let me ask this question. I remember back in the day, the 90s, Jada was the it girl no question everybody was no like question no jada. question yeah Ooh. jada was top five now because there were other it girls in the 90s no no if ands are but janet uh, right, uh right. sally richardson hallie hallie yeah, yeah. You, you understand yeah. but jada was right there jada was right there she jada, was yep she and, was neck and neck and everybody coveted jada let's not play man. facts no, everybody right. coveted her you're right but in lieu of all of this stuff that has been coming out over the last few years, stuff about their relationship, and is Jada still? No, 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 no. Nobody wants no smoke with Jada. Nobody wants any part of Jada right now. Absolutely not. She's Jada's toxic. like Jaguar right at this moment. She's toxic. Jada is toxic right yeah, now. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but well, hold on. Hold on. No, come let, on. Let me Zobie. just say this. Hold on. Keep it, keep it a buck. Uh, I'm going to keep it a buck. I would say they're toxic. Will too. I, I think I think Will's, if you're saying it's toxic, I think it's based off of her. 
No. I I think so. No. So I think a lot of the things and a lot of the reactions come that we her. see from from Will is based off of her. her. Yeah. No. So let me. I ask don't think this. we know Will just like we don't know her. So let me ask you this. But though, no. But so to a certain extent, we do know her because look at what she's put out there right. so right so we do know that about but her what but I'm what is, do we know about will what has will put hold out on. there Thank the same you. way hold jada on. Has. hold on let me just one at a time fellas <laughs> will is meticulous with his image absolutely up, up until the slap will was flawless but who made him he slap was, hold on he was obama flawless facts no but question that doesn't mean he wasn't flawed no, no, true, no, true. But okay, it, but he also didn't put it out there for public consumption. Agreed. But what I'm saying is, when you get with somebody, because this is what people don't understand about relationships. Relationships are inherently spiritual. You attract what you are. Jada is toxic, but she's out in the streets talking about her toxicity. Will is toxic, but he's not talking about yes. it. Absolutely. I mean, if that's and they the case, made for each other. If that's the case, isn't everybody toxic to a certain degree? Then we're all works in progress. Yes, and, and the Lord is not done with me yet. Ooh. <laughs> I don't, so I think they're a perfect be, match. Beg to differ. On that. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm so, just a vessel. So let, let let's go back to the core of the discussion. Yeah, and that core is: what are you willing to share? With your significant other. What do they have to prove to you? What do they have to assure you of that will allow you to open, open up, up and reveal certain things so that the relationship can grow? When we come forward, we're going to deal with the answers. We got the official confessions crew in the building. <laughs> the voice of reason is already on fire. Get to your he phone is. lines. Get ready, get ready, get ready. You already know my playlist is my co-host Michael Jackson ain't playing no reindeer game. What? Michael told y'all to keep it in the closet. Well, Michael say I I, I roll with Michael and Teddy Riley. Shout hey, out. Hey man, <laughs> are y'all listening? Keep it in the closet. We don't want to know no more of your business. And and let me just uh, in intimate relationships, secrets can become powerful weapons. When trust is broken. Tonight's show, uh, we want to explore reasons why some couples seek to reveal each other's secrets when the relationship sours. It's going to delve into uh, coping mechanisms, the importance of mutual respect. Does Jada respect Will? Mm, I don't know. We're, we're going to go even deeper. The, uh, the link between fear of abandonment and secret revelation. Maintaining intimacy after trust is shaken. Spiritual teachings on handling secrets. Cultivating resilience. The impact of digital communication. All because every social media outlet got this going. This is the hot story, right? Ethical considerations. Self-love and self-acceptance. Vulnerability. Power imbalances. And the role of forgiveness in moving forward. This is very tough because as a man, it takes a lot for us to trust that one. And when we get to that one, we typically bear it all. 
Now, we might not bear it all day one, but it's a process of gradual bearing and sharing and revealing. And when that is used against us, mm. typically men do not do well. Especially ones that are petty. That's me. Pet, yes. Petty wop. Yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> I'm going to go back to these questions. How can couples strike a balance between honoring each other's privacy while maintaining transparency in the relationship. I'm going to honor what you tell me by not revealing it. Let me tell you something. You got to hold that. Let me hit you with this. A lot of times, your significant other is talking to some family member about you. Or a very good friend. Or very good friend. Yeah. Somebody about, in the, somebody knows what's going on. Somebody knows every bit yeah. of what's going on. Yeah. Now, who's more of a culprit in delivering this information? The man in the relationship or the woman? I think it's, it's whoever is speaking, is pillow talking. It's because if I'm sitting here opening up to you, I'm opening it up to you. I'm not opening it up to your best friend, your cousins, your aunties. I'm not opening it up to them. I'm opening it up to you. So whatever I say to you stays with you. If you go pillow talking, now we got a problem. It's because now I can't trust you on the things that I tell you. Wait, isn't pillow talking between you and your significant other? Oh, that's, you can, a, that's what he's saying. Okay. He's saying, he's saying the pillow talk that you have with your significant other, if that person then tells your pillow talking conversations right. to somebody else. Oof. Right? So I agree with that. But if there is some problems, some issues going on in your relationship, like to Zoe's point, you're saying you're telling somebody something, right? Right. But I also believe it depends on how you're doing it. If you're doing it from a standpoint of I'm, I I need somebody else's uh, opinion on how do I approach this situation. You're not doing it from a malicious standpoint, but you're looking for another person's opinion because maybe you're not looking, you're not seeing something. Therapy. From exactly. Go to the therapist. So if, but if you go to the, but what makes the therapist any different? They're educated. So what? On relationships. And who's to say that their relationship isn't in shambles. That is my problem. I, me I agree. But you already know. Birds of a feather flock together. If your woman's a mess or your man is a mess, typically their the little inner circles are a mess. Yep. And you taking our mess to your friendship mess yeah. and expecting us to get a, a solution. Okay, that but I, I, I think kind of what you're saying it becomes a culmination of if this becomes a pattern right over and over again that you are now speaking to someone or others about all of the issues and the problems that you're having then yes like because now it feels like there's a pattern i'd rather talk to a psychologist than a psychopath and you know some of your friends are crazy but and they don't this, all have a great answer, though, too. But, but who's to it, say but the, psych, the, the, the psychiatrist isn't just because you don't know that and you don't see that? Hey, who's Hannibal this? Lecter gave great advice to Clarice. <laughs> <laughs> but I, and as soon as he got the opportunity, he would have eaten Clarice's kids. No, he loved Clarice. I want to go back, though. 
he said, Doc, Doc said, on the end of telling your, your friends and stuff like that to get clarity, to help out, but it's still inviting people into your personal relationship. Then we're all guilty of that because we all, every one of us has been in a relationship, has had an issue or something with their girlfriend, wife, whatever the case, and has spoken to their best friend, man, listen, she's tripping, man. This happened. Hold tight. When we come forward, we just getting started. The Voice of Reason is on complete fire. I want to hear your opinion tonight. Let's go. How do you cultivate trust? If you're 100% honest with that person, if you are transparent about every action you make in your life, if you're you know, they have access to whatever they want to see and you're you're constantly creating trust. But for whatever reason, they still might be jealous or insecure or not believing you. How does someone get someone to trust them? Or is it not about them at that stage and it's about the other person and their insecurities? Well, it, it depends very much on the particulars of the situation. Um you know, so I don't know if there's a generic answer to that. I think that you can establish the ground rules explicitly, you know, and have a discussion about it. Are we going to lie to each other or not? Are we going to tell each other the truth to the degree that we can to make that an actual goal and to talk through the consequences of doing that and not doing it? And then I would also say, whenever a hiccup occurs in the relationship, maybe you don't call it out at each hiccup, you know, because you have to have a certain amount of silent tolerance in any relationship to let small infractions go. But if they repeat, my rule is three times. Mm. And it's the rule that we, I share with my wife. If something happens three times that is causing emotional upset, anger, jealousy, disappointment, resentment, frustration, any of those things, anything that you don't want to experience, and that you especially don't want to experience repeatedly, then you can call it out. And and if you if you have three examples, your case is much better made than if you just have one. And I would also say that when you call it out, you know, you could say, look, uh, we were at a party the other night and you were, it looked to me, I felt as if you were paying too much intense intent, attention to um, Dave. Mm-hmm. There was some flirting going on there. That's what it looked like to me. There was some flirting going on there. And, you know, I, that made me uncomfortable. Well, you don't say, well, you were flirting. Stop doing it. You say, well, this is how it looked. This is what it looked like to me. And here was my response. And then you want to think, and maybe I'm a damn fool and blind and jealous and stupid. And I'm misinterpreting, or maybe it was a harmless flirtation of the sort that people will engage in because it adds a little bit of spice to a social interaction. You want to find out like it, it's really convenient if it's the other person's fault, except then you're laden with living with that person. So it really doesn't help you anyways, but it's convenient because then they have to change, but mm-hmm. you've got to think about ladies and gentlemen, the V O R is on fire tonight, live from KBLA talk 1580 in the heart of Lemur park tonight's topic. How do you protect your partner from public humiliation or embarrassment by sharing secrets that should stay in the relationship vault. 
Now, are there any reasons for revealing your partner's secrets? When a relationship deteriorates, some individuals may feel compelled to reveal secrets as a means of retaliation or regaining or retaining power, right? This act can stem from a desire to hurt the other person or to expose vulnerabilities in an attempt to level the playing field. Then you have coping mechanisms. When faced with unsettling secrets, right? The revelation of them. Individuals may employ various coping mechanisms. These may include seeking therapy, engaging in open and honest conversation, which is what our friend Jordan Peterson just laid out, having those open, honest, transparent conversations. You can cope by practicing self-care, seeking support from friends and family, but only the healthy ones. <laughs> we got We have to point that out. That's a must. Because a lot of our circle is toxic because our circle reflects the work we haven't done. I know people don't want to hear it that way, but that's what it is. Okay? Now, okay, I'll, I'll continue. And then you have to explore all personal growth opportunities to even deal with somebody that's revealing what you shared in confidence with them. Yoga, mindfulness, meditation, whatever you got to do to not go to jail. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) No, listen, the reason why I bring this up, because a very toxic trend has started to happen in lieu of this Jada Pinkett thing. You know what it is? What's that? A lot of butthurt dudes are posting really, really out-of-bounds stuff about Jada. I bet you she wouldn't have did that to OJ. Oh. Do you see what I'm saying? Oh. They doing that kind of stuff. Oh, that ain't, that's not cool. And that's not cool. That's not cool. Do you see what I'm saying? Nah, so they're using her... To deal with their hurt. And that's not cool. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And that's the underbelly of revealing your stuff in a time of social media. Social media is one of the most toxic spaces in the world. Absolutely. Because you leave leave yourself open for anybody to comment, feel like they are in your relationship. And to your point, a lot of the things that's going wrong in their relationship that they may not be able to articulate or address. They then take that and use that and implement how they feel on somebody else's do relationship. You see? Do you see? I've seen Ray Carruth. Oh, no, not Ray Carruth. Yes. Put it, put it in the I've seen memes. No way. Where they put Ray Carruth, OJ, and some other uh, brother murderer. And I'm saying that's too far. I actually saw a meme today where it had Jada Pinkett in the back seat of the BMW oh, with Suge and Tupac. Come on. I saw that today. But I mean, here's the deal. Let's 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 keep it a buck here. So Okay. If I confide into my significant other, if I confide in you. Confide? Yes. Okay. You say confide. You're not confined. 
Because you know where you're confined, confined is? Confined. You're, you're, confined. You're, yeah, confined. 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 It has a D in it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I just said. No, you said confined. confined. Okay. As if can you're in a space on? and you can't get <laughs> you out. You said, can we move on? <laughs> can we move on? <laughs> Not until you say the word. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> so, if I, I do so, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we say the spelling bee. <laughs> If we do so, no, don't worry not. about that. It's not a spelling. Zo, just let it go. Let it go, Zo. We know what he's doing. It's okay, brother. Go ahead. If I talk, yeah, right. At the end of the day, whatever happens in my relationship has to stay in my relationship. Right. Off air, me and Doc was just talking about. If I come to you and tell my significant other, "Hey, look, I had a conversation with Zo, and this is what Zo advice came up with." What do you think? Do you think that's okay? Here's the thing. If you're confiding in me for advice, that's between you and I. Just like it's supposed to be between you, you and, and your, your therapist. Do you see Is that what, what you're saying? saying? That's, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, listen, if you are just saying, I need somebody to talk to, and I'm going to talk to whoever is going to listen then you're dragging your stuff around to multiple people anyway. I suggest go to a therapist. But why would you say a therapist? That's what I, that, I, I'm with you. Like, why a therapist? I, I get let what he, say, let I understand. Say, let me just say, there are a lot of trash therapists. 100%. 100%. But there are a lot of good ones, too. Yeah, but there's you, a lot of trash friends and a lot on. of good ones, too. But hold on, you got to take your time <laughs> and weed people out. And the proof is in the pudding. But if I yeah, let me finish the point, the proof is in the pudding. You couldn't weed out a good woman. That's why she's telling your secrets. So how you gonna have some good friends to talk to? But you're talking about a therapist. I gotta weed go, out a good therapist. But go, I gotta go tell the therapist it. my business first no, before, to weed them out. Right, and before that, that first costs off, too much to be vetting all yeah, these damn on. therapists. First off, you've already <laughs> showed us, Pee Wee, that you're not sharing. No, I'm not. Wow, wow. The, your relationship is not going to go that far. You've I'm already, not sharing. You got to share. You have to, Pete. But why do I have... What? Do, okay. Why okay. do I have to share every dark secret no, no, of my life? No, we're not saying we that. Didn't say we that. didn't say every dark secret. Now, now you're going too far. We're not saying that. But you do have to give of yourself if you want your relationship if this is a relationship that you want to go to the next level, not someone that you're just smashing like you're used to doing. I'm not talking about that. Wow. What wow. I'm saying is. Here we go. <laughs> wow. Here we go. <laughs> what I'm saying is if it's somebody that you really want to be with, <laughs> you have to share. Because wouldn't you want to know about her? Wouldn't you want her to share things with you, her secrets, her, what she, what what bothers her? Just all the things that yeah, it I'm takes. Yeah, I'm going to learn that over time. But this ain't like She has to share. Session. But if you're going to learn it, she, she has to learn it too. And I'm with that. But don't expect me to just be out here like, hey, babe, you know, let me tell you about da-da-da-da-da-da. My girl is not my therapist. Wow. Wow. She is not my therapist. To a certain degree, your fe your, your your counterpart, whatever you want to call them, is. Because when you have problems, when things are good or bad, that should be the first person that you want to go to. The person you trust. But maybe you have trust issues, and that's a whole nother show, though. Yeah, we got to get you back in here. We got to get gonna you get, back. We gonna Who get, said I got trust No, this issues. is what's going to happen. We're going to get Dr. Sunshine. She's a great doctor, right? 
She's a therapist. We is this free of charge? Because you know how much this costs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> just, we we on the budget around We're going to get Dr. Jashana Johnson. We're going to get both of them in here. Okay. To, to, help, to help him. Yeah. But what I, what I need help for? Because I don't want to open up. You don't want you don't want a relationship. That's cool. We, we'll move on. And, from and, that. and that's fine. That's fine. We'll move on from that. Listen, <laughs> when I come forward, I'm going to the phone lines because Pee Wee does not want a relationship. Does not want a relationship. All right. Just turn it off. We don't Wasn't need no more Jada Pinkett anthems. She 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 pretty much said that Will wasn't man enough. But Jada's been saying that all the way back to August Alcina. She's been, she has, and I don't. I, what I do not like to do is speak on someone's relationship. I, do I don't know like nothing about their relationship, but they do say that Will has his own little liaisons. But it's not out in. It's not out in her face. Wait a minute. Or in the public's face. Now, from what we understand, and I hate doing this, but what from what we understand is that they had an understanding that they had an open relationship. Right. What about the pretty little girl, the little white girl he used to date? Oh, she was, he was cute. Dating. Little Toby, what's her name? Uh, the, the, Toby uh, something? Uh, the girl that, that played uh, uh, Harley Quinn. Yeah. In uh, oh, Suicide. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's a cute Allegedly. Guy. No, allegedly, that's, that's and not allegedly. No, that but that's not out like oh, how Jade is putting them out. Oh no, like no, that, no, right? no, no, no. Will didn't put that out in the streets. Right. So it's allegedly. We don't know that for all. A fact. I'm saying is this is a toxic situation, and I'm gonna hit you with something even bigger. Okay. I believe it's all a setup. Why? By whom? The both of them. For what? Number one, Will's book came out a little while ago, revealed a lot of stuff. About her? About himself. Okay. Right? Now they got another book. I saw them celebrating the book as a family together. The whole crew. Will included. And my thing is, what brother you know? Wait, celebrating Jada's new book yes. as a family? As he, he was part of the too. celebration? Yes. Clapping. Worthy. Worthy. All I'm saying is, what brother you know? after being drugged all over the media, would be there for the book reveal. No, I know I wouldn't. I don't either. I don't know any brother. And, 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 and this is all alleged. I don't know. But I'm just saying, like... You don't know what? I don't I don't know the details. I don't know that. But, I mean, he was there. He, I saw the video. He's there. Everybody's there. The whole fam. But I think it goes back to what Doc said. They have a relationship. They have an understanding on how they move. Right. Most people, most relationships are not able to move like they do. So I agree. Agree. But agree. they're still, even though they have an understanding of what their relationship is, there still needs to be some respect in what your understanding is. Right? Our relationship isn't, I, I don't think when they had the discussion that we're going to have an open relationship and we're going to be able to date other Do folks. Do they have an open? I don't know. Yeah. Why they, are you looking at me? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no. They have. <laughs> hey, listen. That's been revealed. But that's what I'm saying, man. Like, this is a story. This is the story of our time right now. And I think we live in a time where social media is so toxic that it's like Oxycontin. It's a drug. I agree. So, oh, no doubt. So what's happening is the, the traditional means of getting somebody to uh, pay attention to your book 
or pay attention to your podcast is out the window now. Right? We're in the sexy red era. And I believe drama sells. Absolutely. And I think we've all taken the bait to some degree because they seem to be cool and laughing to the bank. That's fact. She's everywhere. The book is everywhere. Will's book was everywhere. And they're cool. I just wonder, does Will really need that for him to sell a book? I don't see that. I'm as asking. Yes. Have we, have we if, been if, duped is if that, the question. If that's the case, they are geniuses. I think they're geniuses. <laughs> if they, if duped, this was by design, they're geniuses. I think they're geniuses. I don't believe so that this is by. So you think all of this is. I don't think Will, from what we know and from how he's always portrayed himself, as to your point earlier, prior to the incident at the awards where he slapped Chris Rock, he was flaw like he was flawless. He was flawless, right? He was like he was Obama. He was he was, he was, he was Obama. Obama, right? <laughs> after the slap took place, I don't think after that he was. You know what? Let's come together and now nah, I'm willing for you just to drag me even. More, you're dragging me, and I'm at the crib with you, with you clapping with the about family it. celebrating no. the book. There's no way that that was by design. Here, okay, I here's a, here's a question design. I have. Here's a question I have. Why now? Why is this stuff coming out now? Obviously, why is it coming out now? Because obviously, at the end of the day, this type of stuff has been going on for years. Why now? I mean, now's her, the time. her feelings for Tupac has always been it. She's talked about Tupac. I can't I don't be know married to know. a woman talking about. Every time I turn around, Will Smith is trying to chase the ghost of Tupac, right? I don't think she's always for, been she's like She's forever thrown. And you're right. There's no way I would have rocked with her from day one if every time I turn around, you're throwing another guy in my face. He can't match with Tupac. And he has said that he's had a problem with that. He has said that publicly. And here's the thing about social media and celebrities. People want to be like them. How, Not now. I'm just saying, how is this affecting the minds of young people who thought they were relationship goals or who feel empowered by her actions towards her husband? I mean, those toxic people look at this as like, yes. This is what I'm talking about. I can do this to, in my own relationship because Jada is doing it. Do females rock with what Jada's done? Absolutely. Y'all call in and let me know when I come forward. I'm going to all phone calls. I see y'all. Y'all want to talk. I want to talk to you too. We on fire tonight indeed. The voice of reason. When we return, we got a lot to talk about. Have you ever felt that your partner was emotionally abusing you? Have you ever felt that what they said or the way they said it cut you so deep that you would have, I mean, it should have left a scar, but because it's on the inside, it didn't. If you have felt emotionally abused by your partner, there's a good chance, a high chance, that there's emotional resentment within your relationship. Now, as a psychotherapist, I work a lot with emotional resentment. And I have to say, it's probably one of the most common 
common emotions that I witness, not only in other people, but I've had it myself. And my guess is you have too. Now, I like to think I didn't emotionally abuse anyone with it, but I could have, and I may have. I didn't hear their side. But I want to talk to you about what resentment is, and then I'm going to go into how it might feel to, to the guy or to the woman if they're being emotionally abused by their spouse. And at that point, I would really encourage both of you to sit down and talk about your resentment and what you feel. Resentment is a misguided attempt to transfer pain, your pain, to someone else, specifically through shame, the failure to feel good, to create more value, meaning, and purpose in your life. So blaming this core value on someone else justifies a sense of self-righteousness along with a low-grade anger in the person who is struggling with resentment or who feels it. And what this eventually leads to, this self-righteousness, is that basically there is a, there's an empowerment because you feel justified. It's short-lived because what you end up doing is moving the other person further from you, tearing at your trust, and not only that, but making that emotional connection impossible. So you might say, well, Mary Jo, I've, I've felt that way, but I don't think I ever emotionally abused anyone. And, and I understand that. I get that. So let's talk about, here's how to tell if you're an emotionally abused man or woman. And I'm going to go through the man first, okay? This is what you're probably going to feel. Does it feel like your wife or girlfriend pushes your buttons? Does she have a way of putting you in a bad mood? Are there times when you don't want to speak to her or be around her? Do you feel like you were, like you overtook a lot or you swallowed a lot of stuff that you didn't want to? Feelings that weren't yours until you can't stand it anymore. Does she frequently do things the wrong way? Can you sometimes have a nice time and then out of nowhere, she says or does something that sets you off. Are you on, sometimes on edge about having a bad or unpleasant evening? Does it feel like you have to criticize her for, for not being more efficient, more reliable, or a better person? If you answered yes to any of these above questions, there are some things that your wife or girlfriend probably says about you. He's so moody. He doesn't see or hear me. I can't be myself. I have to think, feel, and behave the way he wants. Nothing I do is good enough. I feel like I'm walking on eggshells. So guys, if that explains what you're feeling, then this is what your partner's getting. And this is emotional abuse. It qualifies. Now for women, if you're feeling these things, then let's talk about what your man is probably feeling. Do you sometimes make your man feel like a failure as a provider, partner, parent, or lover? Do you feel like you have to tell him the same thing over and over again? Does he tell you that you sometimes yell and scream or lash out at him? Do your girlfriends ever remark that you might treat him badly? 
Do you automatically blame him when things go wrong? Do you resort to name-calling, swearing, or putting him down? Do you demean or belittle him in front of other people or your children? Do you threaten to take his children away so he will never see them again? Are you often jealous and want to know where he is at all times? Would your family and friends be surprised to know how you treat him behind closed doors? If you answered yes to any of these, here are some things that your husband or boyfriend probably says about you. She's a nag. She's so moody. She's so unpleasant to be around. I just want her to leave me alone. Nothing I do is good enough. I feel like I'm walking on eggshells. So you see, your ladies and gentlemen, the voice of reason is on fire. Complete fire tonight. Listen, she's supposed to be your partner. He's supposed to be your partner. Things you guys go through should stay behind closed doors unless you both agree on a, 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 a third party that can come in and help you guys sort things through. I suggest a therapist. My friends here from the official Confessions podcast, they disagree. But at the end of the day, everybody going to go through something. But very few people should know about it. Agreed. At the end of the day, we all going to go through something. We all broken. We all got issues. I say we're all whips. Works in progress. But everybody should not be privy to our process of how we deal with difficulty and secrets and vulnerabilities that we share with each other. We should be able to sit down and at least agree upon whoever that person is, that impartial party is. Come in, help us see this from a different perspective so we can get past this. Now, social media, television, we broke up seven years ago. We've lived completely separate lives. Tupac was my soulmate. <laughs> like all this stuff should not be out in the public sphere, in my opinion. Agreed. Agreed. But social media now is some people's therapy. It's most, it seems. Yes. It's most. That's most people's therapy. Yeah. And the more that you expose of yourself, your situation, the more that you put out, you are now opening up yourself for other people to now be into your situation yeah. and feel that they can speak on it because you have put it out there. Well, social media is a platform for bullies, anonymous bullies. Facts. People who are really... Text gangsters. They don't mean anything in their real life. Right. So now I get to hide behind a profile, an avatar... And say all of the things that I, I that, that I I'm, can't say. I I'm don't have the man nuts or to woman. say it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Here we go. Let's get these callers on. They've been on long enough. Let's do it. Sean from Oakland, California. Get in here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hey. Well, I, I. How about if I could join a barbecue with all of you at some point? Because this sounds exactly like. The, the most amazing barbecue on a 
on a Sunday that you could have with a bunch of fellas. And, uh, and by the way, the ladies could, would be in there as well. And when you're talking about Jada and, and Will Smith and all that, of course, I don't know either one of them personally. Uh, but what I would say is that, you know, it took like about 20 years for this to come out, right? I mean, we all had the TMZ stuff and all of that. So my point here is, you know, maybe it was one of those relationships of of convenience, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that's a good thing cuz you know, I'm I'm not in that world of uh Hollywood or uh that sort of situation. Maybe it was a a, a relationship of convenience. Where, like, you know, I mean, people said that about Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton. was a, a relationship of convenience. I'm not sh- so sure that's true. But, you know, w- if you're going to let all the bad stuff come out, you wait a long time. And I have to admit, you know, she, Jada, you know, did kind of wait a long time, Um to, you know, put all that out. And and Will Smith is not a bad guy, I don't think. He seems like a good guy. He does a lot of good things. He's a decent actor, obviously. Uh, so my thing is with actor. the relationship, a decent actor. I mean, he has a Academy Award, so. No, not yet. I right. mean. Yeah, he does have it. He That's has right. Academy. He doesn't have yeah. no, yeah. Oscar yet. Yeah. Oh, an Oscar. Yeah. No, he doesn't well, have Oscar. I mean. He doesn't? I oh. thought he just won. Oh, okay. Did he? Yeah, he won the same night. The same night he slapped Chris Rock. He, oh, he won, won an award. Yes. Yeah, yes. he won oh. that night. Yeah. For, well, he I think it overshadowed on... the... <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead, Well, Sean. once again, well, I was just going to say, I mean, he kind of picked on a guy. Um, uh, you know, he kind of showed that he was kind of a little bit of a bully, right? I mean, he had all the money in the world. And and Jada Pinkett, I have to say, she was hotter than a bandit's pistol. I loved her, <laughs> but I don't know her from anybody else. I don't know her. I've never met her, anything. But she's not stupid, and it took her all these years. And Will Smith is not stupid. He's he's a decent actor and did all that. And by the way, watch Swagger, people, on Apple TV, and I don't have any money affiliation to it but it is a really good thing with uh o'shea jackson jr uh as an actor because you know i'm just saying okay uh, you know <laughs> ice cube all right yeah you know, sean thank you man we appreciate it you brought Oakland, out, california in the building. if you want to bring your city in the building all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580 you're listening to the voice of reason on kbla talk 1580 all right we got callers let's get them in here Who's been on the longest in Zynga, Pensacola, Florida? Get in here. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Good evening, Zynga. Yeah, good evening. It's nice to meet you. I'm glad to have y'all in the house. I hope you'll return um, in the future. I appreciate Um, it. Thank you. You're welcome. This is a good subject. Um, It feels like this whole situation has invoked a corporate PTSD on everybody. Mm, Facts. Um, It it feels like everybody's projecting their fears. It's almost like, I'm not going to say jealous, but 
I'm kind of looking at it objectively, and it feels like, and so, so are a lot of other people, but it feels like it's being looked at subjectively, and people are actually inserting themselves and replacing mm. themselves as Jada or Will and, mm-hmm. you know, saying what they would and what they wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, like, even when I was in a relationship, my ex, he was, like, the one who wanted to tell everybody, and I was like, no, everybody needs to mind their business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... I get what people, you know, I get what people are saying, but at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's their relationship. You even had, and I wasn't going to say his name, but I mean, like Stephen A. Smith, I saw him on a podcast saying his girlfriend isn't allowed to tell people she's dating him. Until they, him until they get married. I saw that. Yep. I'm yeah. not mad at him, though. And so, yeah, but, but to, to give this commentary about somebody else's relationship it's kind of I don't I don't maybe less than hypocritical maybe a notch under hypocritical, but I think it's it, it's no? different because their relationship is public and they have spoken about it and he's saying my relationship I don't want it out there so people can't talk about it right once you invite okay. somebody mm-hmm. into your situation it's on and cracking it's on and cracking yeah. but he's saying hey. I'm not about to be like them so you could talk about my stuff until it's time for you to know. You're on a need-to-know basis. And even when you know, okay. it's none of your no business. No damn bit. It, it really <laughs> shouldn't. Right. <laughs> but again, if she That's agrees to too. the situation, you agree to this. Just like if he, if she had mm-hmm. certain things that she says, hey, I don't want you to talk about. He says the same, and you mm-hmm. both agree upon it, then that's what it is. She can walk away from this relationship at any moment, at any time. Right. No, I agree. That's in Zynga. Well, but, go but, ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Can I just say yes, one more? I just yes. want to say one more thing to Pee Wee. Mm. I think Pee Wee, it's important that you do share with your woman and you tell her first mm. because you don't want you want to tell her first because you don't want the streets to have you explaining things later. Oh. So I just wanted to say that. Okay. But why am I and, have to um, explain? Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You brought Pensacola, Florida in the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. When we come forward, you're going to get more callers from all over the nation. Let's do it. My playlist is my co-host. You were cracking tonight. I'm not mad at your playlist. Your playlist was all right tonight. It was all right. That playlist is on fire, ladies and gentlemen. You already know how the voice of reason does. Welcome to the VOR, man. We are in here turned up. Behind closed doors is tonight's topic. Man, we want to keep it a secret. If I share my wounds with you, if I share my pain, my truth, my hurt, you should be my heart locker. You should not take what I have deposited into you for safekeeping and sell it on the open market for <laughs> attention. <laughs> That's just I am I am I off am I wrong for that for having that kind of expectation? Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Do you understand like Okay, so there's spiritual teachings on handling secrets. Various spiritual teachings and philosophies emphasize the importance of honesty, compassion, forgiveness, and non-judgment. 
These teachings can guide couples in navigating the challenges posed by giving secrets. I'm giving this to you, and I'm hoping that your ethos, your ethics, your morals will see it as such like, I will never betray you. Because most people think betrayal is just cheating. Oh, no. Oh, absolutely Absolutely not. not. But betrayal is also revealing things that I have revealed to you in confidence. Right, for sure. Yes. Absolutely. Lord have mercy. Ethical considerations. Revealing secrets that may affect your significant other, your relationship, your family members. You have to ask, who did I marry? Who did I commit to? Many times we don't even ask questions about a person's ethics or morals. We just get blindsided by a person we never met before in that relationship when it sours. We go, who is this person? Say it all I the time. I never thought you would do something like this. I mean, Say I, it I, all I, the I've been, time. I've been near my marriage, though. In the name of sweet baby Ray's barbecue sauce. We got full lines right now. <laughs> sweet Ray's Let's barbecue sauce. Get these lines cracking. Who's been on the longest? <laughs> uh, Mimi from Jacksonville, Florida. Get in here. Florida. Hey, Zoe. Hey, everyone. Hey, hey what's happening? <laughs> Mimi sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's up, Mimi? What's no, going? I'm not sleepy. I just sound like this all the time. That's all. You she just does. at the house chilling, oh, Mimi. Sir. Yeah. All right. Yes. Hey, so. <laughs> Talk to us, Mimi. This is a great topic. I never thought you'd be talking about Jada and Will, but I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um. I think Jada's mistake was she just should never have said personal things publicly because she's getting a lot of bashing and everybody says that Will is a victim, but they said they have an open marriage and Will just had his flings with different women and he never talked about it, but she shared consistently and constantly about Tupac, Tupac, and Tupac. And that's why I say Will, Will's, Will's not kids. off the hook. I said they belong to each other. They belong together. They are, yes, to me, they're yes. perfect mirrors of each other. One reveals, the other conceals. Continue. <laughs> I just think that, you know, a lot of celebrities share. I mean, if this, if this would have been J-Lo, everybody would have been just eating it all up. But I think it's just Jada is kind of, Perceived in an abrasive kind of way, but if it would have been J Lo or Taylor Swift, I think people would have been eating it up and just loving it. Mm. Taylor does hers in her songs. After they break up, she starts writing songs. <laughs> she tell all the business. She, she does do that. She does. Hey, hey, thank you. You know what you did? You brought Jacksonville, Florida, <laughs> in the building. I love you, Mimi. Thank you for the call. We appreciate it. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. Cali Soul, Denver, Colorado. Get in here. Hey, family. Yeah. What's up, family? <laughs> hey. Somebody hey. is ready to be petty. Let's go. Ooh. So I don't know if y'all remember. I think it was on 808s and Heartbreaks. Heartbreak um, with Kanye when he... He had that clip of Will Ferrell, and he was like, 
Who cares? It's controversy, and it gets the people going. Right. That's it. That is it. Right. This is what sells. We done watched it time and time again. You've seen Beyonce did Lemonade, Mm -hmm. and the next thing you know, her and Jay is on tour together. But you know, they went, they had the elevator scene, and it was like, y'all angry, but y'all just went on tour together. Mm -hmm. We see these two doing this, and they dropping books. This is the age that we live in. And all of the old heads is sad, but they are struggling to stay relevant. And some of them don't even need to struggle. Ooh. Like, they don't need plastic. Sir, you know, like, look, look at Uncle Smokey. A couple of months ago, he just dropped the dime about him and Diana. And it's like, what are you doing, Uncle? We don't need what to know doing? about you and Diana, man. <laughs> but, again, what did he do? He went out on tour right after he did that. So it's a game. We fall in for the okie doke. Right. And, you know, these people is playing. They're, they are playing the Hollywood media game. It's always been like that. Cicely Tyson talks about it in her book, mm. Just As I Am, where it's like they want you to create, they want you to keep mess going. They want you to portray yourselves as, as disgusting, dirty, um, greedy, needy. And people are doing it. They soft shoeing and tap dancing for the money. And it's sad because what it looks like to me is it's mainly us. us no, 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 no. Callie's whole. You already know what you do. You know what you do. You're in here cooking mm-hmm. with the rarest grease. I, I smell grapeseed oil. Listen, when we come <laughs> forward, we're going to go back to Denver, Colorado to get Callie Soul's final thoughts. I want us to go into a space today that's rather difficult to examine, and that's the space of humiliation and specifically how narcissists feel not only okay about taking you to a place of humiliation, but they actually seem to take delight in doing so. Has that ever happened to you? You know, one of the things that I work so hard in my counseling office to uh, to help people understand is I want them to know that there's a core decency that they have. I want them to know that they are deserving of love. We were meant to be loved. And, and let's make sure that we know how to give and receive love. But these individuals can sometimes be engaging with uh, narcissists who think love, <laughs> uh, you don't deserve any love. You deserve to be humiliated. Now, see, let's, let's understand something. Every one of us has done something that leaves us feeling guilty, like, uh, I wish I hadn't have done that, or that was a bad decision, or I wasn't thinking right then. And, and all of us can come up with some things, sometimes small, sometimes larger, and sometimes something in between. We've done something that uh, requires a, a reaction of guilt or shame. And in its best sense, guilt can cause us to say, this is what was wrong. Uh, this is how I uh, went in a direction that I regret. And then here's what I'm going to do to make restoration. And then once you've gone through that process, you, you get to move on. You get to act like a forgiven person. And you we say, live and learn. You live and you learn. Well, narcissists grew up with an understanding that guilt and shame and demeaning and pecking order is all a really big deal. and But instead of them saying, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to learn from these kind of things and I'm going to uh, figure out how I can take my guilt and my shame and then go back to that uh, that core, that base of love and goodness. They don't know how to do that. They figured out, okay, 
if I do anything wrong, then I'm going to be guilted or I'm going to be shamed. So how do I overcome that? And then they have their little moment of, they think, clarity. It's like, I know. What I'll do is I'll find people who are lower than me. And so they go about the, the business of making other individuals feel lower so they can elevate themselves at your expense. Narcissism is so about compensation for being inadequate. And, and they can't access that insight uh, to save their life, but that's what they're really doing. Um, they've grown up deeply conflicted. They grow up with a lot of fear. Uh, they have the sense that says judgment is always right around the corner. And so they're wanting to be the one that's at the front of the, uh, the marching band leading the way saying, well, I'm going to call the shots and people are going to do as I say, because they're afraid that, uh, that if they have to receive any kind of shame and all the rest, they're going to lose their status. And so like, no, what I'll do is I'll build my status at your expense. Now, the word humiliation. Oh, my goodness, Dr. C. Don't slap them upside the dome piece on their way home from Jones Beach like that. <laughs> my goodness. I'm not saying Jade is narcissistic, though. You're not? No. I don't think she's narcissistic. Well, you, I say she is. I don't think she's narcissistic. What I do think is her and Will are in collusion. They both of them are. That's what Callie Soul was saying. Callie Soul, get back in here. Finish your thought. Yeah, I don't. I don't That's think. Still narcissism. That's I don't think narcissism. she's narcissistic though. I think they planned this. This is a coup. I just go back. <laughs> it's a coup. But I go back to Not, Zoe asking that same question. I just don't know why now. I don't know. I don't, I don't. Uh, we don't know why now. You're asking impossible questions. We're not on their team. We're not in the. We're not in the war room with them. Callie, help me to help them understand. I just that. don't understand them forming a coup. How that helps Will Smith. I don't understand what that he don't need does no for him. Sell more books. Sell more books. But he's not the one that necessarily need help. He's good. I think it's her. But you know they're partners. So you're going to help your partner out no matter how much they get on your nerves. You know, they're ride or die for each other. And 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 Jada been trifling. God bless that woman yeah, but, and her mother. Right. They've been trifling. You know, like, you, I, have a, I have a cabinet of elders that I speak to when I need help. And we're not talking about just divulging details for the facts of sitting around and gossiping. It's like, nah, we're talking about women in their 60s. 70s and 80s who are vetted, been married for years, mm. and have figured out formulas to build family and build legacies. Mm -hmm. So, like, to me, if Jada really is going through all that stuff in her marriage and, and, and needs help, then reach out to some people that are vetted that you know are making it. She got and, Dr. And, and Romney. stuff from... Dr. Romney is cold. She's brought Dr. Romney on the red table many times. Dr. Romney can help. If that's what Absolutely. she if that's what she really But wants. I don't think that that's what the plat I don't think that that's what the platform red table talk is for. I think the platform red table talk is for Jada to get more notoriety and to be out there to create mess, to stir the pot and wow. stay relevant. Wow. Jada didn't never need to get 
half of the plastic surgery that that woman got on her face. She didn't need it. Shots fired. And no, I'm not shooting shots. I'm saying that woman (laughs) is her natural essence. I'm no, not firing. I, I hear what I'm you're saying. saying. That woman in her natural essence is a beautiful woman. Agreed. And then she started doing all this stuff. And then we're like, whoa. But again, the elders are, are trying to keep up with the young people and they don't need to. Wow. And I get what wow. she's saying. No, I mean, no, I agree. Red Table Talk literally is that platform for Jada. I mean, Will doesn't have to stay relevant. He is who he is. He's Will Smith. Yeah. Uh, Callie Soul, you brought Denver, Colorado in the building. If you want to bring your city in the building. Didn't we have Diana from Huntington Beach? Diana, get back in here. We want to talk to our L.A. folk. Listen, we got callers. Let's get them on the line. Who's been on the longest by seconds? Atala from Houston, Texas. Get in here. What up, Uncle Zoe and yeah. guests? Yeah, How are hey, y'all? hey, hey. Talk to us. What are your thoughts about tonight's topic? Um, okay, so I actually wanted to talk about the whole sharing your business with your partner thing. Uh, oh, pee- to Pee Wee. Okay, great. Yes. <laughs> yes. He yeah, Pee Wee needs it. I, he I, does. I is here. <laughs> here him is. <laughs> okay, so I agree with Uncle Zoe with the therapist saying absolutely. Hundred percent. I've learned my lesson on that. The thing about telling other people your business, or at least even if it's a quote unquote friend, you're probably only telling them part of it because you either are a lying to yourself or you're lying to them to make you not look bad. So, I mean, I agree that a therapist is a good medium medium for that. Um, I guess my question would be that if you're worried about the information that you're giving to your partner. My question is, what information are you giving to yourself about your relationship and about your partner? Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. That's interesting. I'm just going to say this. It's very simple. It's very, very simple. (laughs) Self-work can only be done by the self. Facts. And oftentimes, we get into relationships thinking our partner is going to help us with our self-work. No, all they can do is ask the question or reflect the work back to you. I don't I don't know if I agree with that. You're saying when you get into a relationship, that is what you're expecting from the person you're in the relationship with. Well, let's go deeper. The person you're with yes. is a reflection of the work you have to do internally. Most people in the relationship space are talking social game rules. They're not talking psychology. They're not talking spirituality. A lot of people don't even know their attachment style. And they don't know how certain attachment styles are attracted to each other. A lot of people don't know our central nervous systems are bonding. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't know what's the communication style of my family and how I take that communication style into my relationship. relationship. So a lot of people are totally self-unaware. So when they go into the relationship and they experience problems, what they then do is blame the person as opposed to saying, well, wait a minute. I showed up with a lot of baggage myself. WIP work in progress. So if you're self unaware of the things you need to work on, you don't even know how you're going to respond in a difficult situation. So imagine being self blind and then divulging information to somebody that you're totally unaware who they really are, too. So you are you s- saying you shouldn't be in a relationship then? 
You should be aware of who you are. Relationship number one, relationship with self. Understanding where you came from, how you got there, and where you need to go. That's going to tell you what kind of person you're attracting. And I hear you, though, Zoe. I hear that. you, but that's but always a constant work in progress. It, right. Absolutely. And you get better at it the more self-observant you become. Or the more relationships that you're in. But the, it could be the number of relationships. It doesn't. Well, let me just say, it doesn't matter the number of relationships. If you're self-unaware, you could be having the same relationship replay over, over and over and over, and over again. again. You have to go in with the intent of looking for yourself. How am I? How I'm going to show up when conflict manifests? And most people have no idea about that process. I agree. How do you know That's that you're where I was at go. that? point number one when you observe yourself uh, say you're temperamental right and yeah. you pop off oh i'm a firecracker right yeah I'm with you that go into the situation saying let me see how i could mitigate that but that my firecracker comes in when i'm on road rage but no hear, hear what i'm saying though i'm talking about in terms of intimate relationships not driving your I car no, I'm just what i'm saying you. is when you're in a relationship and you know you're a hothead yeah but you're self-unaware of it in the sense of what what's going to trigger me what's going to cause me to you see what i'm saying but see in a relationship those are i'm, I'm speaking for self here mm. in a relationship i'm not a hothead because i don't like to argue I don't like the, but that, the debate. But then you shouldn't even be talking because we're talking about hotheads. Right. <laughs> but I, Do you see? We're trying to get but to that. I, I, I watch myself. Because you're, because you're aware. aware exactly. That. That's the so point. So I watch myself on how I talk to other people so that point. I don't cap off. But, but if someone does push me to that limit, I will cap off because I have to set my boundaries on how you communicate with me. No, you, you don't have to pop off if it, there's a way to deal with it. Even I learned it. Yeah, but I'll be it, popping off. Okay, but you still can get triggered. It doesn't it doesn't matter how self-aware you are. Well, it does matter. Everybody has a to it. everybody has a breaking point. Sure. But you're still not getting the point which is if you're constantly self-observant and you're paying attention to how you show up and you know what your limitations are, you can put yourself in a position to avoid a lot of things, which is different than if you didn't know who you were and you walk into a situation and you get triggered and you go, wow, l let me respond. Well, not even respond. Let me react. Right, right, right. Yeah. Do you see? Yeah. So there's a difference. There's a difference between responding and reacting. And reacting. No, I agree. You want to be in a position to where you can respond intelligently and navigate yourself away from any further problems. Right. I agree with that. And many people are self-blind when they go into a relationship. They 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 don't know. They don't know. Listen. But I think when we come the... forward, we're gonna talk to Atala. She's gonna give us her final thought on this whole topic, and then we're going to Heru Ali, Battle Creek, Michigan, and Diana. Huntington Beach call back. We got callers. Let's get it. The legend. The purple one. Controversy. Hey, controversy sells, man. The voice of reason is on fire tonight. You already know what it is. My playlist is my co-host. I had to get the best records to get it cracking. Atala. Please jump back in here and wrap your final thought for us real quick. We got a couple more callers to get to. Go ahead. 
All right. So real quick, just understand whatever you give your woman, she's going to multiply it times 10. So give trust instead of distrust. Wow. That's all I'm going to say. We love it. You brought Houston, Texas in the building. Let's keep it rolling. Heru Ali, we got to do this quick. Battle Creek, Michigan, jump in here. Peace and love to the family nation. Honors to Andy, esteemed guests, and everybody. Listen, um, here we go. A secret, un, a secret untold is a secret that I. You know, Wait a minute. Say that again. You, you, you tapped out. Your phone tapped out on us. What was that? A secret untold is a secret that I hold. Mm. We live a public life, a private life, and a secret life, mm. all at the same time. Hmm. But it, it, with the limited time that we have. I think it's generally agreed upon that by age, what, seven, that we're pretty much who we are for the most part uh, up into adulthood. Mm -hmm. So what was going on with both of them uh, in their childhoods? They both come from uh, abusive households and drugs, abuse. Parents, fathers both abused their wives. He stated that he always felt bad to this day that he couldn't stop his father from abusing his mother. Mm his uh and jada on the same thing so what does that do to uh the attachment styles well we know reactive attachment disorder uh at a minimum can be a result of what they call aces adverse childhood events mm. so what i've been really thinking that <clears throat> they suffer as an adult in my unprofessional opinion <laughs> from in in, in, <laughs> in inhibited and disinhibited social engagement disorder wow one it inhibited social um, uh, engagement disorder. You can't receive the love and comfort from the person that's loving on you. She cried when she got married. She felt like she was pressured to get married, et cetera, et cetera. She said it was the biggest show of ego when he planned for two or three years for her 40th birthday. She couldn't receive it. Like, are you serious? Wow. And that's he, heavy. And he suffers from the uh, disinhibited where no matter what, he's always trying to please her and he's going to take the abuse. Wow. The, whether it's mental, physical, she can't control herself. She seeks love and comfort in strangers. It's, it's classic DSM. Man, but Heru, I love you, brother. Thank you, man. You should have yeah, called yeah. in earlier. To the family nation. Battle Creek, Michigan just cooked us up. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Diana from, from Huntington Beach, you got to get in here and give us what you got quickly, honey. Let's go. I'm just saying, all I was, I grew up in DV also, and I was listening to a lot of the domestic violence situation, and I grew up raising myself, which means that I learned loyalty for myself. So at the end of the day, I didn't agree with Jada because uh, no matter what, how people treat you or how you were raised, loyalty is to the core. Like, mm. you, cannot, you cannot use people's vulnerable moments and deepest, darkest secrets to, you know, at the, just to sell a book or to to get upset with them and, and try to get back at them, that's not cool because you're taking away that person's trust in a lot of other people. Wow. Especially if you grew up in DB and situations like that. That's, that's like, it's, it's hard. Like you, you can't do that to anybody. How do you expect anybody to be loyal? Wow. So I don't agree with the whole Jada situation. So. Great point. We appreciate the call. Listen, all we do is start the conversation. It's up to you to finish it. That's right. My brothers, can you tell people where to find you in your podcast and Twitch and where podcast, wherever it's Spotify? What what is it and where is it? You can catch Confessing each and every Wednesday and Saturday night. 
uh, 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 p.m. to 12 a.m. You can find us on uh, Instagram at Officially Confessions. Uh, we do the show on Twitch live on Wednesday and Saturday. P, what's our Twitch? Is it? Uh, at Officially Confessions. There and then is. you can also get it on YouTube live, too. That's right. Just tap on the live tab on YouTube and you can get us there, too. All righty. Listen, we started the conversation. You finish it. Up next, Jill Monroe. You already know her show is fire. She's going to keep the fire lit. RSVP with Jill Monroe. The voice of reason shall return with another heater tomorrow, 7 to 9 p.m. Let's get it.